Introducing sun mythology from all over the globe, here on the Colored Folklore Podcast. Episode 16, South America, Inti the Incan Sun God. Once, very long ago, there was a family of gods and goddesses. Everything in existence sprung forth from this family. There was the father, Veracocha, the god of storms and creator of the universe, who was sometimes called the old god, the maker of time, and even the god-maker himself. He was married to Mamacocha, who was the goddess of the sea. Creating the stars and commanding them to move in the sky, they put the universe into motion and created the concept that one day would be known as time. Veracocha wanted to bring life into this universe, so he brought forth a dark world, one that was filled with giants made of stone. These creatures were mighty, and once they were alive, they saw very little use for their creators. Displaying their disobedience and disrespect time and time again, Veracocha swept the entire species away in a great flood. The god was determined, and destined, to try again. However, this time, he enlisted his fellow deity to help him with creation. The god of water in the sky, and the goddess of water in the ground, gave birth to three gods and goddesses, before bringing forth life a second go-around. Inti was the god of the sun. Mamakea was the goddess of the moon, and Pachamama was the goddess of the earth herself. This time, instead of using rocks and stones, Veracocha fashioned living creatures out of clay. The gods sprinkled these humans throughout the land like seeds. As they were ready to emerge, human beings sprang forth from lakes and mountains, from caves and valleys, before traveling far and wide to explore the land of their birth. However, these humans would always build a shrine from wherever it was that they emerged, so they would always know where they came from. Veracocha and Mamacocha looked down upon their creation scurrying about, and they smiled. They could see great things in store for these people. For now, they looked forward to enjoying the rest of the universe together. This was when their children stepped up to help guide humanity into the future. Inti, the sun god, became synonymous with gold, was extremely powerful and hardworking, and was often called the sweat of the sun. Reigning over the land by shining his light down and giving it his warmth, Inti was protector of human beings and crucial for all life on the planet. Mamakea, the moon goddess, became synonymous with silver was extremely wise and lorded over marriages and festivals, and was protector of women. Thought to be a great warrior, eclipses and phases of the moon were whispered to be great sky animals attacking the deity, who would always come away from the encounter whole and unscathed. After ruling the skies for a very, very long time, Inti and Mamakea were concerned with the progress of this second species. Humanity had emerged from the dark places of the world, but were still living more as beasts than as people. Living without shelter, without clothes, 
without culture. The god and goddess were determined to bring civilization to their wards. So the pair had two children and sent them to live among humanity in order to help the people evolve. Manco Capac, the father of the Incan Empire and the god of fire, emerged alongside Mama Ocho, the mother of the Incan Empire and the goddess of fertility, from Lake Titicaca. Human beings were confounded and almost frightened by the sudden appearance of the deities. The brother and sister looked at each other and smiled. Hand in hand, they worked to calm the people down and lead them into the promised land. They assured the people that in order to find the best location for their soon-to-be empire, they would need to find a fertile and accommodating land. Leading a caravan of human beings, the two marched far and wide, and at every place they found, they would take their father's staff, a large golden rod, and firmly set it into the ground. Stepping back, they would wait to see if the land would accept the staff, simply hold the staff upright, or out and out reject it. Bringing together all the humans that they met, and banding people together like never before, the two came upon the Coos Coo Valley. Setting the staff into the middle of the land, it wasn't long after that the staff disappeared from sight, and everyone instantly knew they were finally home. Helping the humans to build physical structures, just as they helped them to build mental schools of thought, Manco Capac worked to teach the humans about cultivation and irrigation of the land, just as Mama Ocho would teach the humans about weaving and sewing of garments. They would both teach men and women, boys and girls, and everyone in between and beyond how to live off the land, how to provide for themselves and for others, and how to bring humanity into a truly golden age. It wasn't long at all before people fully embraced these new tools and this new way of life. Firmly confident in the newfound abilities of this second species, Manco Capac and Mama Ocho, just like their parents before them and their parents before them, were looking forward to spending the rest of their days together. Generation after generation passed, and as is oft to happen with humanity, pride, arrogance, and greed soon became a problem for the entirety of the species. Having been given the wonderful gift of civilization, humanity turned away from the loving, helpful gods that saved them in their time of need, and humans thought themselves masters of the universe. Becoming less thankful and less appreciative by the day, Two sibling shepherds watched the descent of humanity from afar. They only had to go into town every so often, and were very saddened when they did. People they saw in the country were very distrustful of people in the city. People in the city were very condescending toward the people in the country. Everyone hoarded as much as they could for themselves, and very few, if any, worried about others worried about the community, worried about helping people 
who could not help themselves. One day, the shepherds watched as their llamas suddenly started acting strangely. The llamas had started to cry. Having never seen this before, the two sibling shepherds went to comfort their animals. Nuzzling them gently, the llamas quietly said, Thank you. Rather surprised, the siblings jumped back. The llamas told them they were really Manco Capac and Mama Ocho. They knew what was coming, and they didn't want to see the humans hurt, but they understood why they must be. Their mother and father in the sky were going to unleash a flood upon the land. Just as the giants before the humans were brought to their knees with a cleansing flood, Inti and Mamakea were planning to do the same with this second species. The llamas knew that humanity had grown lax, but they wanted to warn and save the shepherd's siblings and their family from this fate. Taking all that they could high into the caves of the mountains, the shepherds, their family, and all of their animals barely made it to ground before torrents of rain began to fall from the sky. Raining for months upon months, most all of humanity and most all of its wickedness was swept away in the downpour. One day, the rain stopped just as fast as it had started. Inti shone his healing rays brightly down onto the land. Descending from the cave, the family and those spared by the flood reignited the human population and brought forth a new era, once again, in the wide, varied history of human beings. And as for the llamas, Manco Capac and Mama Ocho were delighted to see some of their charges survive and thrive, as were Inti and Mama Kea, as were Veracocha and Mama Cocha. Deciding that humanity deserved a chance to continue forward, the Pantheon, the family, continued watching over them. In fact, legend has it, this is exactly why llamas only live in the highlands. Some say they remember the damage a flood can bring, while others say they're still avatars of Incan gods and goddesses, watching over their second species, proving our creators can punish us just as easily as they can love us and protect us forever. And, according to the ancient Incan people of South America, that is how the sun god and his entire family came to be the pantheon watching over humanity from the sky. All elements used for today's show are in the show notes, alongside contact information for the show. Have a wonderful day, and please make sure to treat yourself and others with kindness. Please seek out, ingest, and preserve local and global indigenous folklore as much as you can. And thank you for listening today. We look forward to seeing you next episode.